Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNI's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. This week, over the objection of MISNI, numerous specialty societies, and Hospital and Nursing Home Association, Governor Cuomo signed into law legislation that would narrow previously established liability protections for care related to the COVID-19 pandemic so that as of August 3rd, these liability protections would only apply to care which is related to the diagnosis and treatment of a patient with a confirmed or suspected case of COVID. Liability protections would end for care to a patient that does not have COVID, but it would not interfere with previously established protections for physicians for acts of ordinary negligence from the start of the pandemic until August 3rd, regardless of whether the patient had COVID or not. Disney President Dr. Bonnie Litvak issued a statement and was quoted in Crane's Health Pulse this week, articulating Misney's strong concerns. Misney had worked with the specialty societies to send a communication to the entire state legislature, as well as facilitating physician grassroots advocacy objecting to this bill. Specifically, we raised concerns that should there be a second surge, as many are predicting, this legislation would eliminate these important liability protections and unfairly invite lawsuits for care to non-COVID patients that may need to be delayed to prioritize healthcare resources or based upon triaging decisions made under the most extraordinary of circumstances, as physicians often had to do in March and April. While we have expressed our strong concerns about the consequence of this law change, it must be understood that several legislators, as well as the trial lawyers and AARP, have been aggressively pushing to retroactively and totally eliminate these essential liability protections so that it would be as if no protections were ever enacted. While the focus of these legislators and groups has been on the several thousand nursing home patients that died during the height of the pandemic, the legislation they seek would invite lawsuits and second guessing of all care provided to physicians in any healthcare setting during the height of the pandemic. We also continue our advocacy efforts to members of New York's congressional delegation as the U.S. House Senate and Trump administration are trying to negotiate the next stimulus package in continuation of unemployment benefits. While Congress was supposed to leave D.C. for its August recess, they are remaining in session to work out a deal, but it's been very tough sledding. A few months back, the House advanced their own package, the HEROES Act, which included a number of positive items, including adding significantly more funds for the CARES Act Health Care Provider Relief Pool, a restarting of the Medicare Advanced Payment Program, and a significant bump in funding to assist state governments, such as New York, in order to prevent them from having to make large cuts to their Medicaid programs due to the historic drops in revenue. Last week, the Senate leadership advanced its own package, which, while more narrow, also contains a number of important programs, such as restarting the Medicare Advanced Payment Program, increased funding for the CARES Act Provider Relief Pool, and additional protections for medical liability arising from treatment or responding to the COVID pandemic all the more important given the legislation enacted in New York this week. There also continues to be misguided efforts from several House members and senators to include provisions to address surprise billing in the stimulus package. While we support efforts to extend New York's heralded approach to self-insured plans regulated by the federal government, the proposals under serious discussion vary greatly from New York's approach, in particular by precluding physician charge data from even being considered as a factor by an independent dispute resolution entity despite multiple studies that have shown that New York's approach to this issue 
has not had any adverse impact on health insurance premiums. It would be excluded because the additional costs the Congressional Budget Office has asserted it would impose. In communication to the New York Congressional Delegation, we have emphasized that now is a terrible time to enact such an enormous change in health system reimbursement. When many physician practices are struggling to stay open as they recover from the massive hit caused by the pandemic, of greatest concern, we have noted that efforts to limit fair payment to out-of-network physicians would have a profoundly negative consequence on the ability of hospitals to put together specialty on-call capacity, which means patient care and hospital emergency departments could suffer. Also this week, CMS released its proposed Medicare physician payment rule for 2021 with some pretty significant changes. On the positive side, it increases relative values for various office visit codes and psychiatric diagnosis codes. However, because of budget neutral requirements, CMS had proposed a 10.5% decrease in the conversion factor offset other increases. While we continue to work with the AMA and other groups to more fully understand the rule, the initial sense is that the changes would facilitate significant increases for primary care, but significant decreases to specialty. We'll be urging Congress to waive these budget neutrality requirements to prevent the imposition of such deep cuts, particularly, again, at a time when physician practice revenue is greatly suffering. Let us again remind you that with so many challenges facing physicians these days, MISNI has recently established a peer-to-peer -peer program to provide physicians, residents, and medical students the opportunity for a confidential talk with a peer about their life stressors. If you are interested in accessing this service, Please call 1-844-P2P-PEER or email p2p at bizneed.org. Again, let us remind you that September 30th is the deadline for having to complete your three-hour pain management coursework report. You can obtain these credits by taking the course that MISNI has put together that is on our cme.misney.org website. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this broadcast and be updated on the litany of policy issues affecting patient care delivery in you. We'll talk again next week.